0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Zipix Toothpicks. They are the ones providing you with nicotine infused flavored toothpicks to help you curb those nicotine cravings with a smokeless alternative. I mean, let's face it, cigarettes are kind of disgusting. You're not allowed to smoke them in the convenience of wherever you're at. You have to go outside. It's cold outside. Maybe it's raining. They stain your teeth. They make you smell bad. So if you're looking for an alternative to that, go to ZipixToothpicks.com. That's Z is in zebra, I-P-P-I-X.com. Use promo code FICTION for 10% off your order. They have six different flavor selections. And even if you're not um, craving that nicotine, you might be craving some caffeine and maybe a B12. So they have a B12 and caffeinated toothpick as well. These are a great over-the-counter alternative to any tobacco products or any alternative tobacco products. There'll be all of these other smokeless options, gum, patches. These are going to be cheaper and more convenient, and you still get that hand-to-mouth feel, that oral fixation taken care of. I think you guys are really going to dig these things, so go to ZipixToothpicks.com and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. All right, let's start the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase income. It does not somehow promote profit. I know words. I have the best words. the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Welcome. What is up, everybody? This is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, and I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, the purveyor of the Peddling Fiction Podcast, Johnny Profita Hope everyone's doing well today. It is Friday. Happy Friday, everybody! And my struggles to find a good room to record and continue. Uh, there, as you guys know, it's been well documented that they're doing some sort of construction in one of the units, either next to me or above me. I can't really tell, but they're going gangbusters on that. So, I'm in the uh, the second bedroom of another unit that that belongs to a family friend, and. Um, the rooms are kind of bigger, and uh, the, uh, the, the one room that I recorded the, the interview with Blue Star Union, which, by the way, I really enjoyed talking with Dan from, uh, from Blue Star, and if you haven't watched that already, go ahead and give that a, a watch or a listen. It's up on the YouTube channel. It's also just a regular audio podcast if you don't want to do the video thing, but um, that room is a little too close to the, uh, the side of the beach. Where these fucking, you know, they have these like rolling uh, bands, like these three man bands. It's like a, a fucking uh, a trumpet and a trombone. And I don't know what, what the other fucking thing is, what they have. Because all you can hear is the goddamn tuba, or, uh, tuba the, not trombone, the tuba. And that's literally all you can hear. And the sound of that fucking instrument carries for miles. It doesn't matter, like, how far down the beach they are, you can still fucking hear these guys, and I just cannot stand this music. I mean, I don't know how anybody fucking likes this stuff. (laughs) We just had a a three-day weekend here. This past weekend was, like, a Mexican holiday, and anytime there's a Mexican holiday, like, these families come down, and they park themselves on the beach right out in front of my condo here, and one it never fails there'll be one family that hires this band to just play this shit fucking music all goddamn day long and this was monday this wasn't like a saturday or something this is monday like i'm working and you're just listening to this fucking pathetic tr- uh tuba player all for eight straight hours bonk 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 bonk, bonk. You can probably hear it in the background. I I tried to go into this other back room here to get away from it so that you guys wouldn't have to listen to this shit. But it might might be uh, picked up on these mics. I don't know. They're kind of sensitive. But who likes this fucking music? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It sounds like if I were to just pick up a fucking tuba and start playing it with no practice, no skill whatsoever, I would sound just like these idiots. And, and you want to listen to that for eight straight fucking hours, just right in your face all day long? There's just no amount of tequila that could make that tolerable. I don't understand this this whole Mexican co- aspect uh, of their culture. Um, every every Mexican I talk to say that they can't stand it, and yet every day somebody's hiring these guys. And uh, man, just the things you have to put up with here in paradise. Um, Other than that, though, so I do apologize if the audio quality of this is not up to my usual standards. It sounds like this room might be kind of echoey or hollow or something. So I'll try to clean it up in post if I can. But uh, I'm doing the best I can over here. Hopefully they'll be done with this construction pretty soon and I can get back into my little studio room that I have that I think sounds pretty good for the most part, um, I have some, uh, pretty good news to report on the old profita front. We have a new addition. My, um, younger sister, one of my younger sisters had her second baby on Tuesday and I was actually out on a yacht Tuesday afternoon drinking when, um, when she was born. So, uh, Gianna Elizabeth has been welcomed into the world. I missed her birth and, uh, I missed my nephew's birth three years ago as well because I was also down here in Mexico. There's just no chance I'm ever going to be around for either of their birthdays. Like, one was born in November, the other was born in March, and those are, like, two of the best months to be down here. <laughs> but anyway, um, kind of exciting news. I guess I'm a, I'm an uncle two times over now, and I got a, a niece and a nephew. My nephew's three. But uh, mother and baby are doing well, so that's... Uh that's what's been going on with me. I, I know I missed the uh, I missed the Monday episode because I was otherwise occupied and the uh, and then Tuesday I was out on the yacht. so I thought I would turn the mics on here Friday to just chat with you folks a little bit before we do the happy hour, which is going to be in about an hour or so from now. So I probably won't actually drop this episode until Saturday, so um, just because I, I put the uh, the interview out uh, yesterday, uh, on Thursday. So give you guys a, a little bit of a, you know, a day or two to listen to that before you get another one. But anyway, yeah, it's been kind of a, a slow, a slow news cycle and a slow week for memes too. I was real disappointed in all of the, the meme threads that I check, including, um, well, ours was actually pretty good in the, in the private Facebook group. I think we had like 60 or so, uh, memes posted. So that's kind of cool. But the, uh, Man, some of the other major you know, places I go to memes, there just weren't that many. And just when you thought it was going to be a really slow week for memes, Joe Biden tries to walk up the stairs to Air Force One and tumbles, not once, not twice, but three times. And that seems to be the major news story of the day. Which just goes to show you that we have nothing else to talk about, apparently in this country the um the the main headline on like Drudge was that he you know he fell again on on the steps <laughs> I mean look, it, it was fucking hilarious to watch just I know we shouldn't be laughing at old people falling, but it's just too funny as long as they don't get seriously injured i don't I don't see why you can't chuckle at it because. <laughs> He stumbles up the stairs, he falls, he he gets back up, he takes like two more steps, then he falls again, and then he like really falls, trying to get up from that. And then he makes it to the top of the stairs and still turns around and does this salute thing, which is just the icing on the cake to make that just the most hilarious fucking video. But man, it looks like, you know, Biden, we're all wondering what is going to be the excuse for Biden stepping aside and Kamala Harris taking over. And, you know, it's looking more and more like it's going to be one of these falls that he takes. You know, he broke his foot a little while ago. Um, now he's, he's fallen up, up and down the stairs. He's, you know, he's old. He's just fucking old and, and rickety. <laughs> and, and uh he's losing his mind but they're never going to tell you that you know he's completely senile and he's not uh, mentally fit for the job at least i don't think they will i think what's going to happen is he might take a bad fall and just be like completely incapacitated you know broken hip broken ass or something like that that can be real bad when when you're his age i uh actually my my grandpa on my uh mom's side he was much older he was like 97 And he had the goal of making it to 100. But he took a, he was taking falls all the way through like his 80s and 90s. I remember he fell and broke his wrist and he was out of commission for a while. Then he fell when he was 97 and basically broke his ass. And uh, he was, you know, he was in a, he was in a nursing home. And they had him in a wheelchair. This is before he, uh, before he fell and broke his ass. And the, the wheelchair had like one of those alarms on it that, you uh, you know if you get out of the chair, it goes off. And he disabled the alarm on that. And he got up and tried to go to the bathroom, fell, broke his ass, and like a few days later, I was watching him die in the hospital. So um, these falls can be pretty serious, and when you get older, and you can just really take a, a turn for the worst. So I don't know if that's what's gonna what's gonna do him in eventually, but it, it's just really unbelievable. He hasn't done. He hasn't done any press conferences yet. He can't, I don't think he's capable of answering questions like off the cuff or anything like that. He's, he gave this prepared speech and, I mean, God, it was, I couldn't watch it. I, I you know I watched like the first couple of minutes and it was just so fucking boring. And I, you're kind of interested to see if he's going to have like a big gaffe or something like that, which I'm sure he had several in there. The main takeaway, at least for me, from the speech was that he's giving us possible permission. If we do everything that he says we, we should do in order to protect ourselves from COVID-19, that maybe, just maybe, we can get together in small gatherings to celebrate our Independence Day, which is just unbelievable. The idea that they're, they're basically you know, holding us hostage— and they're, they're taking away all of our freedoms, every little ounce of liberty that we had left up right up to the point of like how many people you can have over for uh, holidays, things like that. Like who can you know, how many you have to have like serving different serving spoons for your food so that, that you can't have like one main serving spoon on Thanksgiving and shit like that. And they're taking all of these away from us by decree, which there is no fucking authority to do that in any of these founding documents that they, of course, swear an oath to uphold and defend. And they take them all away. And then they say, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, maybe we'll give you a little bit of your freedom back. And what, what kind of bullshit is that? W- w- <laughs> this is America. It's supposed to be a free country, right? We're supposed to be, what, do, be able to do whatever we want to do. As long as you're not you know, infringing on the liberty of others. But, but this whole thing has spiraled so out of control that we have no liberty left and they're selling it back to us one fucking, one bribe at a time. You know, it's like, if you, if you promise to wear two masks and social distance, then you can like go to a party. Like Fuck that, fuck that. How about I just do that anyway? How about I live my life and you, you don't get to fucking tell me what to do? How about that? Fucking CDC came out to get with these, you know, they call them guidelines or something, but fuck their guidelines. How about that? I mean, we're literally being extorted by the president, right? It's like you have to do exactly as he tells you to do in order to get some of the freedoms back that we allowed them to take in the name of safety. Right. And this is this is why you cannot give them a fucking inch. You cannot trade freedom for safety because you'll never you'll have to jump through hoops to get some of it back and you'll never get all of it back. You won't even fucking come close. A small gathering, they're going to allow us to have a small gathering. Oh, thank you very much. I mean it, it was unbelievable. You know, he starts the speech out listing like all the things that the government has banned us from doing over the last year. It was like weddings, birthdays, graduations, uh, family reunions and things like that and uh, you know, funerals. Everything that you know, he blames, he says the virus like, took it from us as if, as if the virus had anything to do with it. It was, it was the government that shut those things down, that, that, that came out with these orders that said it was illegal to do X, Y, and Z. It had nothing to do with the virus. And this is what, so this is the quote here. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July 4th, there's a good chance you, your family and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. Okay. 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 Uh, Could you imagine just anybody else, like any of like, go back a couple hundred years, like the founding fathers trying to like hearing that speech? Like, what are we celebrating on Independence Day? Like, what is independence? What does that mean? If if you're waiting for permission from government to do something, uh, like celebrate your independence, I don't think you understand what what the concept of independence is. (laughs) You're, you're fucking sheep. You're slaves. Slaves to an all-powerful government that can tell you what to do and when to do it. And who wants to live like that? Why? Why? Because you might get sick? Because something bad might happen? That is no way to live life, in my opinion. But if that's the way you want to live your life, that's fine. Go ahead. You, you know, limit yourself to little small gatherings or sit at home all by yourself like a vegetable. That's cool. That's cool, and protect yourself from getting a fever for a few days. Uh, for the rest of us who don't want to live like that, we're, we're just going to do what we want. Okay, um, we're going to have all of these so-called super spreader events, which never materialize, by the way. And we're going to go on living our lives. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to see all of the celebrate, like all of the celebrations on the Fourth of July. And I hope people gather out of fucking spite to rub it in his old, senile face. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're going to do what we want. Have a huge gathering. Go ahead. You'll be fine. At least you can celebrate your ability to do that. I mean, celebrating Independence Day this day and age is is uh, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it, we, we don't have any independence. We, we, we have nothing but dependence on government for everything. Nothing has ever been... Uh, it's never been more clear than... Uh, in the last year or so that we are uh, 100% dependent on them. I mean, we're just sitting at home waiting for them to send us stimulus checks. 10 million people out of work. (laughs) Nobody's going out and doing anything. Just sitting around, waiting for the government to pass another stimulus bill, print up a bunch of money, and dole it out. And then we're celebrating independence the irony here is just off the charts. I mean, the day that we're celebrating our independence from the crown, right? The, the day that we basically told the fucking uh, King George to go fuck himself. It, it, and, and in honor of that day, we're going to sit back and ask our crown, you know, our new... Um, rulers over in Washington if it pleases the crown can we please have a small gathering on the 4th of July to celebrate our independence from the tyrannical overreaching government of Britain (laughs) I mean you can't make this stuff up who the fuck is not having small gatherings by the way I mean if you are one of these people that is still like sitting alone in your house and and having virtual meetings with everybody God I just feel so bad for you who, who in their right mind hasn't had a small gathering over the last year? That, that's just absolutely ridiculous. And anybody that's looking to the, the government to tell them what they can and cannot do on the 4th of July is just... I mean, it's like, yeah, that's how, that's how we got our independence, right, from, from the crown. We asked for permission, and then we waited to see what their reply was. I mean, we would have been far better off under the, the rule of King George... If uh, then you know, you know if they if they had known what was going to happen with this experiment in limited government, right, and they had known how um, ineffective, how inept the the Constitution was going to be, and all of these founding documents at limiting g- government overreach, at, at keeping the government chained down. By the Constitution, if they had known that the, the world's smallest government would turn into the world's largest, most tyrannical government, um, well, maybe not the most tyrannical government, but um, the largest government for sure, and very totalitarian in, in that regard as well, they, they would have never declared independence from King George. At least that guy was like uh, across the pond. It's a lot harder for him to fucking enforce his will uh, uh, over us, right? Um, these guys are right in our fucking backyard. Unbelievable. Unbelievable to have the fucking balls to come out and say that. And just no pushback whatsoever from the, the corporate press or, you know, all, all these um, talking heads on TV and, and things like that. It's just like, oh, yeah, makes sense. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll just try to do our best and, and put our masks on. And then maybe, just maybe, we can get together with friends and family to celebrate our independence. Uh, a year. Uh, a year and, what, uh, a couple months into this uh, 15 days to flatten the curve thing? There, There's no authority for them to do this. The president doesn't just get to tell you what you can and cannot do. They're, they're just, like, single-handedly tearing up the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I mean, it, like, the president could just come out and tell it, tell you that you can't get together with people. And the CDC... Uh, of all places? I mean, talk about overreach. We need to resist this with every fiber of our being. We cannot keep allowing this these uh, political power grabs. The, I mean, where, where are we going with this? I mean, how much longer are we going to put up with being told what we can and cannot do on a daily basis, right down to how many people you can have over at your house, your property? Like, what are we doing here? But anyway, if you want more of my thoughts on Independence Day. You can go back and listen to the episode that I did last 4th of July, I think, or right around the, the last 4th of July, because I, I went over uh, how I, I feel about that day and the uh, the implications of it and everything like that. I think it was a pretty good episode. So anyway, I, I don't know. I just thought I, I should address that before I move on Let's take a second here so I can pay a couple bills and talk about our newest sponsor for the pedaling Fiction Podcast. You should know them by now, but if you're a new listener, they go by the name of the CoinBits app. And what this is, is a, a computer application. You have to access it from your computer right now. I believe they're working on an actual app for a phone, but what they do is they take They round off the change on all of your transactions that you use your credit card for, right? You know, you buy uh, lunch and it's $7.85. They take that 15 cents. They round it up to $8, right? They round the purchase up to $8. They take the 15 cents and they automatically invest that in Bitcoin for you on a weekly basis. So this could be a great way to get a little exposure to the cryptocurrency market without taking on a huge amount of risk, right? It's always hard to time the markets. You never know how much to put in and when to put it in. This will allow you to dollar cost average your way into the position a little bit at a time, you know, 50 cents here, 30 cents there, and every week, whatever is left over, gets automatically invested into Bitcoin for you. I may not be the biggest proponent of Bitcoin, but I am a proponent of diversified portfolios. And if you think cryptocurrency is suitable for you and your investment needs, maybe check these guys out. You go to coinbitsapp.com slash fiction so they know I sent you. Set up your account and you can start taking that spare change and rolling it into Bitcoin Today And then, of course, the painfully obvious disclaimer so that I don't have government agents knocking down my door is that I am in no way, shape or form qualified to give you investment advice. This is not uh, investment advice whatsoever. I am just simply letting you know that there is an investment vehicle out there that might interest you okay and be prepared to lose everything that you invest so don't invest more than you are comfortable losing but if i had to lose money on an investment i'd prefer to lose that spare change that psychologically i've pretty much already spent you know, once you get over a certain threshold, you know, ten dollars and fifty-five cents, it you think of it mentally as eleven dollars anyway. So think about it, round that up to eleven, take the difference, and dip your toe into the cryptocurrency market by going to the coinbits slash fiction. All right, let's get back into the show. Moving right along. There was a, yeah, I saw this um saw this article by uh Mike Shedlock, you know, uh, Mish, Mish Shedlock, Mike Shedlock for uh, Mish Talk, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> um, that that colleges are dumping the SAT and uh, and ACT and all these other uh, entrance exams that you use to get into college, and they're they're issuing a, a new admission standard that's called intellectual curiosity. And I'm not making this up, right? They're using they're using COVID as the excuse but this was i think this was an inevitable trend of, of the college scam because listen they there's all this talk of forgiving student loan debt right and they you know they've been relaxing the standards to get into college for, for you know since the, uh, ever since the the government started fucking Uh, backing student loans, right? And then eventually loaning directly to students, which is the only reason why college tuition has skyrocketed is because of the government's involvement in the loan process. I mean, imagine what would happen to all these universities if... You know the the government wasn't backing the loans or wasn't loaning to them directly, and you know some idiot seventeen year old kid had to go go to a bank with no fucking collateral, with no job prospects, with with nothing, and tell them that they need like fifty thousand dollars a year to go. Uh, study fucking humanities or gender studies or one of these fucking idiotic majors that have uh, no real-world application. Like, there's no fucking market for this stuff. You can't make money doing it. You can't get a productive job doing it. There's just no chance they would have gotten a fucking loan like that. And so the the colleges would have to lower their prices or close their doors. I mean, it's, it's really just as simple as that. And why do they have all these idiotic fucking majors? Like, uh, once you... Once you lower the the bar to get into college, right, and you want everybody to go to college, well, then you have to come up with all these idiotic fucking worthless majors for people to major in because not everybody's going to be a fucking nuclear physicist or a doctor or something like that. No, no. But, you know, if you're going to open it up to everybody and everybody's got to get a degree, well, then we have to come up with a bunch of worthless college degrees that are easy to get that any idiot can fucking pass. And so you get, you know, gender studies majors and shit like that. Um, They've they've destroyed this whole idea of college. It really is unbelievable. Now, in order to get more and more people involved, I I think this was... This is the way we were going to go anyway. Just drop any fucking standard at all and just let everybody in, as long as you have intellectual curiosity. Ivy League schools and a host of their, this is from the article, and a host of other highly selective institutions waived SAT and ACT requirements for the class of 2025, resulting in an unprecedented flood of applications and what may prove the most chaotic selection experiment in American higher education since the end of World War II. With less focus on standardized test scores, which numerous studies have shown are correlated with family wealth, that could mean accepting more low-income students in undersourced, under-resourced high schools from under-resourced high schools. Jesus, I can read. Uh, Colleges say that without SAT or ACT results, they'll give greater weight to teacher recommendations and signs of intellectual curiosity and judge candidates in the context of their environments. The pandemic is calling on us to walk the talk when it comes to thinking more broadly about assessing applicants, said Lee Coffin. Um, Man, they... They forgot the quotation marks on that. That's cool. Dean of Admissions and the Financial Aid at Dartmouth College. Mr. Coffin said he is conflicted about going test optional. Seeing strong scores helped his team feel more confident that admitted students could cut it at the Ivy League institution. It becomes a moral question, he said. I don't want to admit someone who is going to struggle. Grade point averages, normally a key data point, were complicated by last year's spring semester when many high schools offered pass-fail options to students who were suddenly finishing junior year online. I mean, this just seems like a, the natural evolution of where we were going with all of this shit, right? You can't grade anybody. You you can't you know, give them test scores because those tests are like racist and they favor white supremacy or some shit like that, right? So it's it's just going to be pass fail, and uh, if you have intellectual curiosity and a good uh, a good story of uh, you know, your upbringing or something like that, then they'll let you into these schools. But the, 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 real, the real thing here is they don't care. They don't care about uh, giving you an education. They don't care really if you can... Um, all, all they want to do is keep you in these schools for as long as possible because you're borrowing tens of thousands of dollars every year to get these worthless degrees. So yeah, they'll they'll just keep waiving all the admission standards. Like, yeah, they could say it's because of COVID, but you can't go. How are you gonna go back to uh, you know pre-COVID after you do this, right? So this is where we're going. Everybody can just get into college. The the government will loan you the money directly, and then we'll uh, they'll forgive the loan years down the road, you know, up to like you know fifty thousand dollars. And pretty soon they're gonna have to raise that bar because everyone's gonna borrow a, a shit ton of money. I mean this is. This is nonsense. I mean, the moral hazard here is just off the charts. How, how most Americans cannot see this is beyond me. And, and why nobody seems interested in why colleges are, are, are so expensive. And is this model still the way to go? I mean, this is so fucking antiquated. I mean, these degrees are worthless. Everybody has one. So when everybody has one, no one has one. Right, it, it's like uh, they've they've debased the college degree, like they debased the dollar. It's gone way down in value and way up in price. Um, these are not market forces. This, this is this is because of government intervention. And and in true government form, right? They they interject themselves into a fucking issue where there wasn't really a problem. I mean, college. Talk to your parents or your grandparents, depending on how old you are, about. College back when they were going, if the if they went right, they could they could work a summer job like bartending or waiting tables or something like that, and just work three months over the summer, and that would pay for all the next year, the entire year of tuition, room and board, all of that, with just working a, a a fucking a wait being a waiter for three months. College was inexpensive. It was not that it was not hard to work your way through college. You can't do that shit anymore. And what happened was, you know, the government came out and they, they, they see, you know, oh, these, uh, these college kids, you, you shouldn't have to work, you know, through your summer. That's your vacation. That's your time to unwind. Have fun. So here's what we're going to do. We'll loan you the money to go to college. Don't worry about working now. You're going to get a job when you graduate and you can just pay it back to us later. And that was the, the deal, you know. Well, initially it was, we'll we'll guarantee the loans so the banks will do it. And then uh, under Barack Obama, they just started lending directly to the kids, which look at a chart of the cost of college and look what happens in 2009 when he comes out with this fucking brilliant idea to loan money directly to the kids. Uh, It just so they stepped in where there was no problem, created a huge fucking problem. And now that it's out of control and everybody's got all this student debt, what's the solution? Well, further government intervention, of course. Now we now we just have to forgive all the loans. Like whatever that means, um, that's just—it's absolutely ridiculous. What are going to okay, so you're uh, you're just going to tax everybody to pay for everybody else's college education, and no matter what you know arbitrary dollar amount they choose to forgive, people are going to borrow above and beyond that, and it's just going to keep pushing prices higher. They're gonna keep lowering the admission standards so more and more people could get in there, and the the more worthless these degrees are, the longer you have to stay there to get you know your uh fucking your doctorate or whatever. So now you're you're gonna be in college till you're fucking thirty, <laughs> not paying into any of these uh, Ponzi schemes like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. Those will. It, that'll exacerbate the uh, the bankruptcy of those uh, pyramid schemes. And you'll graduate with a ton of debt, and then the politicians will pander to you and say that we should forgive it, and they'll, uh, they'll increase your taxes to do that. So you get to pay... Um, one way or another, you're paying for it, and people that didn't go to college or already paid for their college are going to have to pay for everybody else's overpriced, worthless degrees. I mean, this is a great plan. This is just fucking wonderful. Huh? Can we just try for once to go the other way? Like, why? Why does everybody look to the government to solve these problems? If you can point to one instance where they've been successful in solving a problem, I'd love to hear it. I've, I've never heard, had anybody give me a satisfying answer to that question. But anyway, colleges can continue to pander to this whole woke crowd of not grading and not judging anybody <laughs> and just allowing everybody in. Meanwhile they're making money hand over fist while screwing over idiot 18-year-olds who don't know any better who have been propagandized and brainwashed their entire lives to think that this is what you have to do. You have to go to high school so you can get into college and then after you get into college and you get your degree then you go work in the in the workforce and then till you're 65 then you retire and you collect your social security. And that's when you can finally start living your life, you know. You can come down here to Mexico and you can walk the pool for a couple hours at, at 2.30 in the afternoon and then be out the door for dinner at 4.30 in, in back in bed by 9. Man, is this, is this an, a retarded fucking idea. Just so antiquated. Do not do that, okay? I beg you, it, it, especially you younger kids out there, if there's anybody uh, you know, 18, 17, 18 listening to this show, do not fucking go to college. At least not yet, you know. Go get a fucking job, all right? Get a job doing something, an internship, whatever. Tell me you'll work for free in a field that you think you're interested in, okay? Get your foot in the door. If you do a good job, they'll probably offer you a position anyway, and then maybe even offer to pay for you to go to college on the company dime. And if not, you know, you'll have job experience which is more relevant than a fucking college degree anyway. And you'll have employee uh, employer recommendations for your next job. And at the very least, you'll figure out what you want to do or what you don't want to do and what you feel like studying in college instead of dicking around, taking fucking bong rips and chugging beer for the first two and a half years, changing your major three times, wasting $50,000. Believe me, this is just... The This is the most antiquated backwards system that we've ever come up with. It needs to go into the dustbin of history with technology today. You can learn a hell of a lot more from professionals who are actually doing it right now. Just take online courses, uh, you know, Skillshare or something like that. You'll probably learn more in one of those lessons than you will. And it'll be applicable and, uh, you know, you could you could start doing it right away to make money in the marketplace instead of, you know, going to fucking college and reading books for four years. You, you can read books whenever you want. Do that on your own time. You don't need to pay some fucking university tens of thousands of dollars a year to read books anymore. You know, it used to be like the, the best universities, right? Harvard had the best collection of books. You can get that shit anywhere now. All those books are fucking digitized, and you can read that shit wherever you want, basically for free. So anyway, I implore you, do not go to college be your own boss, control the source of your income, and be able to do it from anywhere in the world. Because man, I don't think the, the US, at least most of the US is going to be a place where you're going to want to be operating for very much longer. And the other two things I just wanted to touch on was the whole, we you know, the, the stimulus checks went out this week, if you qualified, if you didn't make enough money, you get 1400 bucks in your bank account, compliments of your government, your wise overlords in Washington. Of course, it costs you like five or six grand in taxes to get the fourteen hundred. So, um, in in typical fashion, you know they're they're reaching into your left pocket and taking out five times as much as they're putting into your right pocket, and acting like uh, they're doing you a favor. It, it's just unbelievable you know i saw that aoc was holding like some fucking tiktok or whatever instagram live you know where she's like i'm gonna answer all your questions about what's in this bill and we're gonna talk about and they're so fucking proud of themselves as if they've accomplished something as if they did something of value all they fucking did was steal money from people Line a bunch of fucking corporatist pockets and government pockets and lobbyist pockets and then give a little bit of that stolen money back to everybody else. And they're acting like they're doing us such a favor. Please, you're stealing fucking $5,000 from us and you're giving us 1400 back. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, c- continue to help me, please. I mean, just imagine that mentality. Imagine that thought process that you think you're doing good because you're you 're taking money from other people by force and giving some of it out, I mean they act like they 're fucking stroking their own checks like they 're reaching into their pockets and giving money to people and that 's not what they 're doing they 're fucking parasites they just they just suck wealth from the rest of the country and then they give a little bit back you know some of the crumbs off their table but man, you better uh <laughs> Better start spending those stimmy checks pretty quickly because inflation really looks like it's getting uh, prepared to ramp up here. So buy something of value with that before uh, before it's too late. You know, um, maybe or, or invested in something that that you think is going to go up in value. Who knows? Maybe you should start uh, you know start the CoinBits app and make some purchases with that stimulus check and round off the difference into Bitcoin. Maybe that's the way to go. I don't know, but. Just don't let it sit in cash. That's for damn sure. I think cash is like one of the riskiest uh, things to to hold right now. And you know what uh, Milton Friedman always said? The only uh, cure for high inflation is high living, meaning that you, you have to just spend the money as fast as it comes in, which is basically what everybody's going to do anyway, because... Yeah, we're all uh, we're all just sitting at home with nothing, with no money coming in, right? And and that's gonna that's gonna start once it starts making its way through the economy. The, the, these prices are gonna go through the fucking roof. I mean, look what's happening with oil. Anyway, there's been a a, a huge rise, like 158 percent increase or something like that in attacks on Asian Americans over the last year, right? And. This is just an unbelievable story to me because uh we had the we had that shooting earlier this week at, at the atlanta in atlanta at at some massage parlor right that was uh all asian run or or uh you know Usually those places are a bunch of Asian women, right, that give you the happy ending or whatever. But prior to that, there's like, a, a huge increase in all these just random attacks on Asians, you know. People are just walking up to these old Asians and, like, beating the shit out of them and robbing them or just sometimes just beating the shit out of them for, like, no good reason. I don't know. But it's, um, from what I've seen, all of the, the, the most recent stories, you know, coming out of, like, Oakland and, and San Francisco and stuff like that, anytime there's video of it, Uh, It it seems to be black dudes fucking beating on these guys. And somehow this is um, an indication that we need to fight white supremacy to protect the Asian community. It's really bizarre that they're making this leap. I mean, it's like we're not supposed to believe what we see with our eyes. Like, oh, a couple like three black dudes jumped this old Asian guy, kicked the shit out of him, steal his fucking wallet and, uh, and then like AOC comes out and like, "Well, we need to fight white supremacy and, and protect our Asian and Asian American and Pacific Islander communities or whatever the AAAIP, uh, whatever uh, PI community, whatever the stupid fucking abbreviation is for that group. And it's just like we're not supposed to believe what we see, and just we're all just going to pretend that it's, it's a bunch of white people attacking Asians. When it, it just seems like every time I see an instance, and maybe I haven't seen enough of these, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's not, you know, exclusively minorities attacking Asians, but uh, the historical relations between the blacks and the Asians, not that great. Not that great at all. And uh, I don't know if that's rooted in, like, the fucking, you know, the L.A. riots or whatever, but um, they try to spin it like this is, this is all white supremacy. And, of course, we can blame Donald Trump because he was calling it the, the Wuhan virus or the China virus and all this shit. And he was demoni- you know, demonizing uh, Asian Americans and blaming them for the virus. And so that's why there's been an increase in attacks on them over the last year or so. Oh, okay, man. But, so, yeah, apparently the, uh, the Asian massage parlor had a not-so-happy ending the other day. Which ended in a tragic shooting where I think eight or nine women were killed or something like that. Just a, a horrific thing. So finally, a, a white guy, right, goes into this Asian massage parlor and shoots a bunch of women. And I think it was like eight women or something. You know, just a fucking horrific shooting, right? And they asked him, you know, they, they got the guy and they interrogated him. And he said, you know, he, he gave the reason for the shooting. And he said, you know, he's like this religious guy and he's uh, he's he's supposed to be abstaining from having sex. And he blames the massage parlor for tempting him into having sex all the time. Right. And, you know, he, he made no indication. In fact, he denied that it was racially motivated. Like he would just went in there to shoot a bunch of Asians because he hates Asians. Right. Which, you know, would, would kind of make sense because he was, before he was shooting this place up, he was going to these massage parlors to fuck these broads. Right. Or at least get a, get a happy ending. Right. You don't really, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems to me like you wouldn't be going if you were like anti-Asian, why would you be going over there to bang a bunch of Asians? That doesn't make much sense to me. I mean, it, it's like the exact opposite. He's got like an Asian fetish. He likes Asians. So he's going over there and, and getting, uh, getting his rocks off. But of course, regardless of what he says, the media comes out and the politicians come out and they got their talking points. And this is the white supremacy that we're talking about. And this is what we got to fight against. And it doesn't matter like what he says his motivation was. They're going to tell you what he was thinking and why he did it. And of course, because he was white, it's white supremacy. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But, you know, when we see on video uh, a bunch of black dudes beating up an Asian guy, oh, that has nothing. There's no uh, racial motivation there. No, 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 no. No indication of that. We're just, uh, you know, it's Donald Trump's fault for blaming the, you know, the Chinese for the fucking, the the Wuhan virus. Unbelievable, man. Uh, You can't make this stuff up. It really is just unbelievable. All right, I got to wrap there, guys, because we got our happy hour starting in about 20 minutes, and I need to hit the showers and get ready for that, so... Do me a favor, follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction, and if you want to be a part of the next Happy Hour, which will be two weeks from today, go to PedalingFictionPodcast.com, click on the Support the Show tab, and set up a recurring monthly donation for any denomination that you want. Set up a recurring monthly donation, and as long as those uh, those monthly donations keep coming in, I will keep drinking with you every other Friday and you can uh, watch the sunset here with me as we round out the week and it's a lot of fun. We're we're building a nice little community here so go ahead and do that and if you can do all that for me I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you and until then you guys know the drill just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.